Hi, I'm Kushbu Teotia from Edipods Inc. And you're listening to Edipods Podcast. It has been over a month since all of us have been in quarantine. And it's been one tough ride. But as of now, that's our least biggest problems. Right now, we've seen almost 3 million confirmed cases worldwide, with the U.S. being 985,000 plus cases. Worldwide, we've seen 206,000 plus deaths, and these numbers are on the rise. This disease has totally turned our lives upside down, with schools shifting to online, businesses being shut down, and a huge number of people losing their jobs. But what is this disease? And when, how, and why did it get so big? There are a bunch of rumors at this point, a lot of myths, but that's why we're here to give you the right facts. You're listening to episode one of Cracking Down the Coronavirus. Many people believe that the coronavirus isn't new. It's not. We've seen the coronaviruses for a while now. The first one was identified in the mid-1960s. And we already have been in contact with seven human coronaviruses since then. Now, the coronaviruses are named after their crown-like figure, uh, which can be observed underneath the microscope. They've been classified into four different types of subgroupings, alpha, beta, gamma, and delta. There are four common viruses, which are just known to cause common cold or just a flu, nothing too big or too extreme. These include the 229E and the NL63 alpha coronavirus and the OC43 and the HKU1, which are the two beta coronaviruses. But we've seen three extreme human coronaviruses, which have caused diseases which have caused even further damage such as epidemics and pandemics across the world. These include the MERS-CoV which is a beta coronavirus that causes the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome also known as MERS. This was identified in the 2012. We've also seen the SARS-CoV which is the beta coronavirus that causes severe acute respiratory syndrome or SARS which was identified in 2003. And now, currently, we're facing the wrath of the SARS-CoV-2, which is a novel coronavirus that causes coronavirus disease 2019, also known as a COVID-19. Three minutes into the podcast, I've been consistently using the word virus. But what are these? These are tiny, tiny, bad, harmful particles consisting of genetic material, which is RNA and DNA. It is only able to multiply in cells of organisms. It enters our system through our nose and our mouth. When we touch dirty surfaces and put those hands on our face, we tend to spread these viruses and these germs. That's why it's not only necessary for us to wash our hands regularly, but to also sanitize the surfaces and the environment around us. Once it enters into our system, it tends to target and go for the big organs, such as the lungs and the spleen. But to be more specific, it aims to target the epithelial cells, which 
they group up together, form this tissue which protects and covers these big organs from such harmful substances. Once it latches onto these cells, it hijacks the control center of the cell, which is the nucleus. It copies and implements its own genetic material, which is the RNA and DNA that we talked about before, and inserts that into the control system. From here on out, all of the actions that the cell takes is actually part of the virus and whatever harmful substances it had. At one point, the cell becomes so deadly that it's essential for it to destroy. That's why it self-destructs. But this plays a key role in actually expanding the virus through other cells. Since it self-destructs, its remains of that harmful substances inside of it spreads to surrounding cells. Now from here on out, the immune system is the one which kind of makes the situation worse and it's kind of the one which kills you. It creates a sense of chaos in your body. Since they don't know which cells to kill and which ones to keep, they do more damage than repair. They go on this killing frenzy, killing a whole bunch of cells. Now from here on out, there are two ways for the scenario to work out. Number one being that your immune system slowly regains control over its actions and it repairs and it tends to kill the virus. A symptom or a way to do so is to increase the body's temperature and this is why you get a fever. It, the virus can be killed if it's in a more warmer atmosphere. That's why your body increases its own temperature causing the fever. The second scenario, however, is way more deadly and can cause a lot of destruction in your body. It's a sense of a chain. First, the immune cells from your immune system, being the killer T cells and the neutrophils, kill a whole bunch of cells and they end up damaging healthy tissue, tissue which protects your organs. And this is the tissue lining these organs. Now, this causes an infection which can lead to pneumonia in the lungs because the lung is so vulnerable now that it has nothing protecting itself and this cause causes the body to be dependent on the machines such as ventilators to intake and have a steady source of oxygen for its bloodstream and for its body to function at one point the infection and the virus enters into the bloodstream and this is what can cause now aware of how the COVID-19 disease has had an impact on our body, it's also important for us to realize how it's changed our daily lives. It has created this huge sense of chaos, which has in turn led us to take some weird and unreasonable steps, such as hoarding supplies. Apparently, many of us believe stacking up on a month's or year's supply of toilet paper is somehow going to defeat our chances of getting the COVID-19 disease. Or this is not true and taking up and stacking up on even more necessities and supplies is taking away from homeless shelters and people in need another situation which is on the rise is the masks is it necessary is it not is it causing or increasing our chances to getting the COVID-19 or is it actually saving us there are many rumors about this and there's still nothing that concrete on whether it's saving us. But from what I've read and what I've discovered, many doctors are making claims 
that many of us should not buy such surgical masks. And they have a point. By buying surgical masks such as the N95, you're taking away from the healthcare workers. These are the people who are fighting for us on the front lines. And by taking away these masks, we're putting them in danger. The only people who can help us during these tough times. With the cases rising, we've seen many of these confirmed cases also rising and originating from the medical workers. In Italy, 20% of the confirmed cases were from the medical field. This just continues to show that for us, we shouldn't be stealing away. We shouldn't be selfish. Instead, we can make DIY masks. I'm not telling you all to stop wearing masks. It is important for us to wear masks to protect ourselves. But it's also important for us to realize which one is useful and which one's not. Most doctors are saying that wearing these masks, most people don't even know how to properly use them. And this can actually increase your chances of getting the COVID-19 disease. However, at first, the CDC did say when the quarantine first broke out that we shouldn't be wearing masks. However, after a while, they did rectify their own statement saying that they highly recommend us to wear masks. Now, the World Health Organization has its own protocols and regulations and rules on how to wear these masks, so make sure to go check those out. But also, instead of buying such surgical masks, it's important for us and another way for us to give back to the healthcare workers is that we can make our own masks out of cloth or just even a bandana. It's important for us to show these workers that we're truly thankful for them. You can give back to these warriors by donating to our upcoming fundraiser where we'll be raising money to make cards for doctors and nurses at the Good Samaritan Hospital. This isn't much, but it's a lot to show that we appreciate for what they're doing, for putting not only their lives at risk, but also lives of their families. This is a tough time, and we've never seen such a stage before happen in our lives. It can be scary, and I totally get why many of us are hoarding supplies, but it's also important for us to realize how our actions are affecting the people around us. So stay safe. I know it can get boring, it can get tiring, and I feel you, I'm also losing my mind, but that's no reason for us to go out and risk the lives of other people. So stay safe and stay at home. Until next time, this was the episode one of Cracking Down the Coronavirus.